Amy Kane, Vicky Cornbra. Good evening. It's good morning here. How are we, ladies? Yeah, good. Um, we've had a good couple of days now in uh, Whangarei, so a bit different to Auckland. But, um, but yeah, no, I quite like it. It's a bit more chilled for me. How I, how much have you been uh, just grimacing at people's pronunciations of New Zealand uh, names, Amy? Yeah, it's been quite bad, to be honest. I have been trying to teach um, a few people, but some people you've just kind of got to accept that they're never going to get it. Skaz's excuse is that she can't roll her tongue, so she can't mm-hmm. roll her R's. Um, so how do you say it again? Whangarei. 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 Yeah. <laughs> That's genetic, apparently, the rolling of the tongue. You can it either is, do it yeah, or you I've can't. I've heard about that in science at school, that is, yeah. But mm. more people can roll their tongue than can't roll their tongue. So if you can't roll your tongue, you're special. This, ladies and gentlemen, is exactly why we've got two of the Red Roses superstar front rowers on for this kind of quality chat and information. This is not just chat about rugby. This is learning stuff as well. Look, en- enough of all these backs getting the headlines and returning from injuries and scoring tries. And Although that's that's wonderful, obviously. My um, roomie, you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, oh, OK, well, we'll get into that. Um, no, it's brilliant to have you guys on together ahead of France, um, just wanted to chat about that. But let's have a, a meander uh, around. Um, Figgy, how did you how did you feel that uh, the Fiji game went? Well, it's real cliche, but it definitely was a tale of two halves. And I think we got the short end of the stick of getting <laughs> the first half of trying to A, keep up with the Fijians whenever they broke our line, but also the amount of tackles that went in and the... Um, the ferocity of, of that first half. It was an actual proper test match. And I think at times we got tested. And um, yes, like second half, our, um, our our skill and our fitness kind of shone through. But that first half was an absolute battle. And I definitely think that it showed us what it's like to be in a World Cup. And for, for us, there's no easy games at all. Um, every game is like we learn something about ourselves. And boy, did we learn a lot from, from playing Fiji. What did you learn? I learned that the Fijians <laughs> hurt when you tackle them. Um, and actually, I, I thought I was quite a fit player, but I was blowing mm-hmm. in that game. But in a good way, like, I think we never really kind of lost um, any sort of hold on the game. I think the scoreline uh, for us, like, we were always in control of the game there. But I think we we definitely went into that thinking we were going to be a lot more comfortable than, than we were and fair play to Fiji. I'm definitely a Fijian fan now. Like they, they played some amazing rugby in that game and, and it definitely tested us. Amy, the, the word surprise is, is probably not right. You're uber professional. Every nook and every cranny is, is researched and what have you, but was it a bit of a, Oh, okay. Um, at, at those breakdowns at, at scrum time, because yeah, they they were incredibly physical, and yeah, we watched. I watched their, their previous games, but they came out with an absolute ferocity in terms of physicality. Yeah, definitely, and I think um, we kind of knew exactly what they were going to do. You know, they're this crazy, do whatever they want, flary, offloady team. Um, but I think maybe the physicality was something that was a lot more than we were expecting. Um, so. Like we kept saying all week in the review, like we knew exactly what they were going to do and we still couldn't stop it. So like in terms of our, our tackling, like we wanted to go one low, one high to, to lock up the ball. But if we didn't get that perfectly timed, if someone went low, they were offloading it. If someone went high, you're getting smashed about 50 metres backwards. So 
it was a real um, test in terms of getting that right, which we really didn't get right for most of the game. Um, so, yeah, fair play to Fiji. I'm, I'm super excited to see how they go against some other teams as well. Yeah, that South Africa game will, will be absolutely fascinating, won't it? And, and have you guys discussed and, and possibly off the bat? I mean, look, it, it never looked like you're going to lose a game 19 points to 84 um says it all really doesn't it but but since that game have you spoken about it and said geez do you know what isn't that wicked to see fiji competing at this level first world cup isn't it brilliant for, for the game yeah i think like vic said we're all now fiji super fans i think um and even in terms of the crowd that was there at the game as well, I think it was 90% Fijian fans for most of the day, to be honest with you, even though we're in New Zealand. Um, they get around, don't they? Wherever you go in the world, they get around. <laughs> yeah, and I think that was just awesome. And that was something we were really excited um, about going into that game, knowing that there was going to be a good atmosphere, even though they might be doing us, but um, that they were definitely going to bring the atmosphere because they always have a, have a great backing. So um, I think what they're doing in rugby is great. You know, the success they've had in sevens as well. Um, and now putting that into a 15s game. It's only good for World Rugby. Um, assess your, your individual games and, and possibly just widen it out to, to the pack as a, as a whole. Some lovely hands in the midfield, Vicky Cornbra, to put someone away. Does that go down as an assist? No, it just goes down as a pass. What? <laughs> it, yeah, it's hurting my stats for carries. I think, like, yeah, maybe, maybe I should do a bit more carrying, a, a little bit less passing, but... Yeah, it's nice to pass and then watch somebody go off and score and, you know, trail in behind. But I think, yeah, the the way to beat the Fijians, you, there's no point knocking on, on the front door and trying to go through them. You have to have a bit of flair in the way we play as well. And I think just being able to do that, whether you've got a one on your shirt or a 15 on your shirt, I think every, everyone like in the England squad likes to show off that they have got skills outside of their primary like set as well. And, and that's just one of the things I can do. <laughs> Indeed, it is. And then, what, what does what does Amy do for for the rest of the pack? Because she's she's at the back of the the, the driving walls, getting her stats up. Um, ridiculous sky try scoring record, but it, obviously it's a it's a, it's an eight player thing. So it's just, just does she buy the the coffees on the on the Monday morning? What does she do for the pack? You haven't seen a kick yet. And really? also, one of my tries was actually I had to scoot off and score that. That you wasn't just given to me. Did. That was no, like the floor and effort. <laughs> could, at least was that three and a half yards? Yeah, exactly. You know, it was it wasn't the job wasn't done at that point. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's that's an area that's working really really well. Um, how much attention to detail do do you put on that? You you swapped and changed with with your force coach. We got Blaze and Ferguson. Um, Oh, I can't remember the name of the chat from DMP. Luffers. Luffers, of course. Um, and now Lewis Deacon. Is he the most line-up nausea of, of, of those those four? Um, no, I think Fergie definitely goes down as the world's biggest nause. He just knew everything about everything. Mm. Um, I think Diggs comes in definitely as a uh, a line-out um, like leader in terms of coming up with, with strategies, but also you've got a squad like and a forward pack that 
um, know their know our own identity, and you, we know where we're uh, we're strong. And actually, I think our line out leaders. You look at Abby Ward. You look at Zoe Oldcroft. They have such a hand in in what we want to do, how we want to play. And I think you know between all of them, there's a collaboration of of how they look to attack the um, the lineouts. And then similarly, from a um, a scrum point of view, you've got like myself and Berna, who. Um, definitely feed into uh, to, to our scrum process and uh, make sure that you know that that's an attacking threat as well because our set piece is our platform and we can't play without our platform. Yeah, I mean, I'm just just thinking the weekend. If you give a penalty away against England, it, it's you, you're talking between sort of forty and sixty meters you're giving away because mm -hmm. of you, the guys kicking and then you're you're driving you're driving line. How, how much is that? You're now at a World Cup. Yeah, that incredibly intense block coming in, Amy. How much now is it, are the coaches just standing back a little bit and is it very much player driven? Is, is that sort of increasing as this the sort of weeks in New Zealand go on or is still plenty of influence from the coaches? Um, I, I guess it's a, a bit more player led. Um, ultimately, we're the ones on the pitch, aren't we? So um, we've got to be happy with what, we, what the plan is to do um, on the pitch and stuff like that. But like our, our strap group... Um, they're quite good anyway on a normal week um, would have quite a strong have a, like input into the way we're going to play the game. Um, so yeah, probably not actually too different, but we are quite player driven in the first place to be honest with you. Also women like to make a lot of the decisions. We <laughs> like, we like to know why we're doing something as well. So I think that, that naturally we as a team are a lot more involved in that decision-making process because we want to know why and we want to know how. And yeah, we want, and then we want to do it to the best of our ability as well. And that's why it's better because you understand why you're doing it. You tell a bloke at a rugby, rugby training session to run through a wall, they say, "Yeah, no problem." You'd ask why, and therefore you'll do it better. Anyway, let's not get into that uh, rabbit warren. You know what a fan I am. Um, that kind of seamlessly moves into to, to France. Don't know if you've had a chance to look at their South Africa game. Um, I mean, it's very easy to say typical France, but hot and cold. Um, just how much is that intensity, that, that, that physical battle for a longer time going to increase uh, against France? You know what's coming, right? We, we've obviously had the, uh, the benefit of playing France, you know, a number of times over the last couple of years. And, uh, and we know each other kind of quite well. And we, we know both of our like game plans like very well, which is a blessing and a curse in terms of, uh, of, of how do you how do you play someone that you've played so many times like do you do something different how do you over prepare how do you under prepare for for us I think there's a lot of focus on what we want to do going into that game and and especially how do we take our performance on from Fiji and then elevate that even more and especially kind of around set piece for us we know that whoever wins that set piece battle um, will ultimately control the momentum of the game. So that's a big focus for us going into that game against France because we know that that's an area they'll think they'll want to uh, to be able to target. Um, but for us, it's it's give that good platform and then and then play some play some good rugby around that. I think that word control like is really big because in that Fiji game we didn't have control, especially that first half. Like Fiji were controlling the tempo, they were controlling the physicality, they were in control. We were surviving it, but we weren't controlling it. And our SNC showed us the stats on um um we showed us stats anyway. He was like, it's not actually that much different first half to second half. 
up in terms of the effort but it's just the difference on on when we were in control and when we weren't in control um how it makes you feel um so yeah it was really almost annoying to see that they weren't too different first and second half um but just that control so if we can get control in in the France game it obviously make life a lot easier yeah, it, it certainly will. Um, yeah, I, I, they were given a, a proper physical battle by by South Africa again. Another team very new to kind of this level, and yeah, I, I was I was slightly surprised at, at France and kind of what they were what they were doing, what they weren't doing. Um, you know them so well. I, I, ten in a row, is it now? I think you've you've won. Some, yeah, some, ten or eleven, something like that. Ten yeah. or eleven in a, in a row. I mean, I, I, I'd say, personally, you guys are one before you get on the field, just just because of that. Uh, that is a massive hurdle to get over. Um, and with a Latin temperament that, that the French have, I think it's even more of a difficult one. Do, do you get into them in the field when you're going down for that first scrum and say, you know, oh, it's, you, you're going to make it 12 or, you know, all the rest of it? Is there a bit of, bit of chopsing, a bit of psychological warfare in that front row? Come on, be honest. They probably just pretend that they don't understand us half the time. <laughs> I think that's probably what happens. But um, I personally don't. But I don't know. Ask Vic if she does. No, I think um, yeah, there, there definitely is a lot of rivalry, and it comes out in like different ways. Um, if we look back to the last game of the Six Nations, which obviously was going to be the um, uh, the, the Six Nations um, Championship decider final, yeah. Um, even before the game kicked off, I think there was a, a like a head-to-head a tussle of uh, of who was going to uh, go into the tunnel from the warm-up, and you ended up having this big argy-bargy in the tunnel cool. as England were exiting the pitch, France were exiting the pitch, and then you had like elbows flying everywhere, and everybody wanted to get there first. So even before the game kicked off, you've already got that tension, and um, yeah, that that kind of competition what so, was yeah. funny about that though was because we started walking off first we were the far end from the tunnel so the crowd was booing but then then halfway through our walk off France started to go so then the crowd was half booing half clapping they weren't quite sure what they wanted to do anymore and then it was kind of like a look between Skaza and them kind of being like well we're going to get there first and then it, it went from a really normal walk to <laughs> everyone was quickly walking and then we're running in we get we get into that tunnel first so it was the most bizarre thing but I absolutely loved it did it did it calm down or was it um with a few, few words and what have you spoken or did you just divide at the end of the uh the tunnel no I think there was a bit of pushing and shoving yeah a bit of pushing and shoving but no words I think yeah oh, we they normally that. just say they can't understand us and I'm like okay well I see you speak English well, that's okay. <laughs> So um, just a couple more because I, I, you've got television programs to watch and and some um, some sleep to get and what have you. Um, three key areas then, you as, as forwards and such integral forwards in that England pack have got to get right this weekend against France. Yeah, let's be, it's the pivotal game in this pool. Um, what what are the three areas this week? The three messages. I think, like Vic said, touched on earlier, like set piece is going to be huge. Um, we've we've seen in previous games that we've played against France, like even like the scrum when a couple of games ago we had no control over that. That was a, a big turning factor in the game, and it meant we couldn't score too many tries. So I think definitely set piece would be one. I think territory is also going to be a big one as well. I think there's a we're we're expecting a lot of kicking in the, in the game, like both from kind of our side playing in the right areas of the pitch, but also we know that that France have. Um, a couple of key kickers as well and, and like to 
you know, pin us back into our 22. So it's definitely going to be a battle of uh, of the skies as well in terms of that territory. And we obviously want to play as far away from our trial line as possible and pin them down and score lots of tries. And then probably the collision, definitely. Like, they've got some big, beefy ball carriers that like to get over the gain line. So we've got to stop that and somehow slow them down. So um, their nines, because they've got some great nines, can't get that nice quick ball in against a broken D because that will just be... Yeah, playing into their hands, definitely. Yeah, she scored the first try of the World Cup, didn't she, Sansus? Um, who else? Uh, indeed. How much better is your scrum? Say, from two years ago. Two and a yeah, half that, years ago. That game at, um, was at the Stoop, the COVID Six Nations, that was pretty bad, wasn't it? But, um, yeah, fr- from then, it's like worlds apart. And I don't think we've actually, we've not changed too much. Um, and it is quite player-driven that, like, you know, it's embarrassing as a front row when you get dominated at scrum time. So almost that we don't want to be embarrassed and like we you want to be the one embarrassing your opposite. So, um, yeah, I think we're worlds apart from that team that got embarrassed that day. I think you're in there. You love it. How much is that mental and how much is it physical when you pack down? Um, yeah, there's there's definitely a mindset to go in with, but you can have all the mindset in the world if you haven't got the uh, the, the talent and the skill to be able to do it. And obviously, you know, as a front front rower and especially as a prop, we're the most talented people on the uh, on the pitch. Um, Check. But it, there definitely is, you know, it's it's fifty percent mindset, fifty percent technique, and you've got to do your job at scrum time. And you win the battle in your head, and then you win the battle against your opposite number. Doesn't matter how big or small they are. They're going backwards. Convincing your flankers to actually push is always a, yeah. is a good place to start as well. <laughs> come on, Alex. Come on, Molly. Come on, Sadia. Come on. Up on yeah. the up on the thigh there. Um, Amy, how, just finally, how good is it to, to, to be back in New Zealand? Um, you, you played some rugby down there. David obviously posted down there in the Royal Air Force. I know Mum was involved with Manawatu. Is that, is that right? Yeah, Manawatu, yeah. Um, is it good to be back? Are you catching up with some old friends and that stuff? Yeah, definitely. I think my uh, parents have been catching up with a few more people than I have. They've got a bit more spare time than me. But, um, yeah, no, it's always nice to come back. Obviously, New Zealand a, is a beautiful place. Um, so, yeah, no complaints on, on coming back. Uh, and you're whizzing off to, to watch a television programme. Um, and what In Emily Scarrett's room, what, what little pranks have you played on Emily Scarrett tonight? Not us, but we've got some pranks. Oh, on. yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't us. Honestly, you're on it. It wasn't us. I, I was on the receiving end of a prank that wasn't even meant for me. Um, uh, I'm lucky enough to share the room next to Emily Scarrett. I walked back to my room earlier on, and in the darkness of this corridor, there was this massive spider the size of your fist. And I stood for a full minute assessing it, like, is this going <laughs> to run at me? Am I going to die? What is this? What is this? And then I thought... There, there have been a couple of pranksters, like, um, you know, putting things out. I saw a cockroach at, uh, at dinner the other day as well. But so was I, I, d- I don't know if this is a real spider or not. So I got someone's towel and threw the towel at it. It didn't move. But um, you were saying it yeah, does move. It's Poppy and McKenna. They should never be able to be together, but they are roommates um, for this tour. So, yeah, they've got some weird gadgets but yeah this spider like still crawls so we were just stood by the kettle making a hot water bottle for Emily because she's you know precious we need to look after her um they just threw it in the door and then I was like what is that noise and then it was just this little spider scuttling along the floor (laughs) they got quickly thrown back out the door (laughs) brilliant guys um 
been been an observer of of the Red Roses for, for for a long time. I'm not sure I've ever seen you quite quite so relaxed and and, and enjoying what you're doing, and that is going to just be absolutely crucial for the next four or five weeks. So yeah, continue doing it. It's brilliant to see. Congratulations on the Fiji win and all the very very best against France. Thanks so much for joining us on the WRP. Thank, Thank you very much. Cheers. 